Hi guys, I'm Cassie Hupp, and this is the Double Dog Podcast, where we dare to grow, heal, and stretch ourselves beyond our known limitations. Join me as we dive deep into the possibility of living our biggest lives. Welcome to the Double Dog community. Here, we dream big and we don't give up. I dare you to join us, Double Dog. Hey guys, episode two, we're doing it. I'm so excited. I may have had my mouse hovering over the record button for a little bit too long, (laughs) but here I am recording episode two. So excited to be here, excited to be sharing with you guys, excited to be on this journey with you, excited to grow with you, and we are going to dig into this next topic of what if we got everything we thought about? And this is important because... Our thoughts are so powerful, and the Bible says our thoughts are so powerful, and I'm going to dig into this a little bit. Maybe you guys have heard about a placebo, and maybe some of you have heard about a nocebo. There's a very old fable about magic shoes, and there's a little girl dances or sings or something like that, and she um, is worried about not doing well, and some guide or... Um, elder gives her these shoes and says, these shoes will help you. They're magical. And so she puts the shoes on and she dances amazing. She does great in her performances or whatever. And then she goes home and one time she like loses the shoes or forgets the shoes or something like that. And then he tells her, oh, there's no magic in the shoes. It was you all along. And this is like a very common theme in even like kids TV shows and stuff like that. But it has a powerful message that says what you think matters And we're going to be talking a little bit today about statistics and some case studies to show you how much it matters what we think. So even in our thought life and our creativity, our visualization, what we're thinking about, what we're seeing, what we're picturing in our minds, these things show that the brain is so powerful, right? Like the power of creativity, the power of our thoughts. Uh, The power of anticipation being almost a magnet that brings you towards where you want to go. So my challenge today is to say like, to let your thoughts partner with you in your victory. You do not want your thoughts working against you (laughs) and partnering with you in your demise, right? So, and I think so often we're used to doing that. We really are used to thinking about things that are not working for us or with us. And I think a lot of times, I believe these thoughts a lot of times come from external sources like the enemy and, you know, uh, whether it's voices from our past, people that said things to us um, that really stuck to us and imprinted on us a belief that is false. But these negative voices we're constantly hearing are not helping us. So no, no matter what they came from, we need to learn to be able to control our thought. Um, the Bible says to take every thought captive and they're going to weigh and we're going to measure these thoughts. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the power of your brain and anticipation being a magnet. So what you're thinking about drawing things to you. So if we're talking about what if we got everything we thought about I want to tell a story about one time when I was, um, we had moved into a new house and we didn't have all the furniture for the rooms. Like I felt like each room like needed more furniture, needed more decorations, that kind of thing. And it was a bigger house. So we were so happy to have this house. And, um, I, I kept 
thinking about like, oh man, I wish I could buy furniture. I wish I could buy furniture. And we just hadn't happened to the point where we could do that. And I remember one day I was like, I am going to plan where all my furniture is going to go. I'm just going to do it. And so like I went online, I found a free program that would allow me to plan out my living spaces, the rooms and like where furniture would go and where all of my decorations are going to go. And so I like designed my room, right? And there was this one corner where I had a very specific image in my mind of this chair and like a pillow and like a little basket with blankets next to it and maybe like a fake plant or something. And I had this whole image in my mind of this chair in the corner of this room. And after I print, I printed it out and I like put it up on the wall and I was like, this is happening. And then it was like only a few days later, I remember being on my way somewhere and Goodwill was on the way and I was like, I'm just going to run in there and see, you know, just because I just felt like I should. So I pulled over and went in to Goodwill and there was my chair. It was right there. It was beautiful. It was, you know, this Goodwill in particular, almost all the time you go in and all the nice furniture has that big old sold tag on it. And you're like, man, I missed the opportunity. It was like the middle of the day and it was super busy. And this awesome chair is just sitting there and it was comfortable. And it was like a beautiful color of green and it didn't smell funky and it had no stains. And I was like, this is amazing. It was $25. And guys, I bought that chair and I was like, I am putting that in my car. It is going to fit. And it totally fit. And I brought it home. And I was so excited to have this chair and here it is in my living room. And like, I had to, I had to picture it first. I had to like pull that thought into my mind and sit with it for a bit. And then it happened. And this is a a reality of our world and we don't have to understand it necessarily, but, and now in on the negative side of things, as far as like a nocebo would be, um, a negative effect of a perceived thought. So one time I was decorating for Christmas and I was setting up these plates that were on a uh, plate rack, I guess. And there were these little tiny plates and they were Christmas plates and they were beautiful and so cute. And they were my favorite Christmas decoration. They were the first Christmas when I got married to my husband. It was the first Christmas that we, we bought decorations for our house. And it was like, I love these cute little plates and like, I love hanging them up every year. They're my favorite Christmas decoration. So I'm hanging them up in the bathroom in my new house. And I'm thinking to myself, like, like it was strange how I was hanging at the plates. And my first thought was, it was a very strong thought. And it was like, what if these plates fall on the ground and shatter everywhere? And then I was like, that's silly. That's not happening. And then I like hung them up and I walked into the other room and like 10 minutes later, I hear a huge crash and I walk into the room and (laughs) there are my plates shattered everywhere on the ground. And I was so, so sad. And I have one little plate left that didn't, I think it got like one little chip and I kept it anyway. (laughs) Um, but the other two plates were completely broken into tiny little bits and I was so sad. And and, and there's just something about this, guys. That's why I say, what if we got everything we thought about? What are we spending our time thinking about? What are we allowing come into our mind and accepting? These awful thoughts that get put into our mind about our kids getting hurt or, you know, the worst case scenarios that never happen. These things, they can take over our mind and they will take over our life if we let them. So there's this interesting phenomenon amongst the medical field where... There are people who have taken placebo pills 
which are basically a sugar pill. So it's like a double-blind study where they have uh, half of the selection of participants who are in the study take this pill that is an actual prescription drug that is supposed to help. And then the other half takes... They have a control that takes a sugar pill that looks similar. And so they, and they don't know it's a sugar pill. So this sugar pill um, often has interesting success rates because people believe it's going to help, right? There was um, a study showed that, in a knee surgery study that showed that there was several participants who had this knee surgery done and they actually, you know, cut open the knee and they fixed whatever they were going to fix. And then a, a large portion of the people they took and they cut the knee open, but didn't do anything to it. Right. So they had this like false surgery and they followed the results and the people with the false knee surgery had the same recovery rates as the people who had the real knee surgery. And it's just amazing and, and again it's not something we have to understand but it's a tool we can use to help us there's another study that showed back pain they were talking about the most effective ways to you know mitigate back pain and this study showed that the number one most effective treatment for back pain is acupuncture and I was like wow that's so interesting like I I love acupuncture I think it's powerful. I think God made our body very intricately and we are just scratching the surface of what we understand about the human body. And now the number two, this is so amazing. The number two best treatment for back pain is fake acupuncture where someone would do acupuncture for this person, but put the needles just wherever, not on these spots that are like supposed to be effective and these are like way up at the top of the list and the bottom of the list down there was like medication and surgery and it's just incredible to think about the power of our thoughts guys there is value in our perception of things what we're thinking is happening is more important than what is actually happening so the word placebo actually means in latin i will please and this the, they found this word come up for the first time in the 1700s, it was used amongst doctors when there were uh, limited resources for medications and the doctors would just try to give them something that was a nothing and it actually was helping someone, right? Like someone who thought they were getting better actually got better. So when we're talking about a nocebo, that's a, a negative effect, something you perceive to be negative actually giving you a negative effect. So... In this case, there was an interesting study of a group of participants in a study that were testing out antidepressants. And these people were, you know, reporting and they were, you know, they had, a, a, again, a control of people who were taking a sugar pill. It was not a medication. It was a fake medication. And again, you always see the, 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 the placebo effect or people think they're getting better. Well, this one man, he actually attempted to commit suicide with these antidepressants and took 22 pills hoping to end his life and he actually almost died but it was sugar pills and he went to the hospital and he was like he was literally near death like actually dying and he took several doctors to come in and convince him you are only taking sugar pills you took you know a teaspoon of sugar you're not you're you've not taken enough pills to die you know that you 
these are not going to cause you to die. It is sugar pills. We promise. Like, and after they convinced him, only then that did his symptoms go away and he improved. And it's just like incredible to think about how powerful this is and that this man almost died by taking sugar pills because of what he was thinking was happening, right? Like, again, there is power in the perception of things. And Mark eleven twenty four says, whatsoever things you desire, whatsoever things you desire in your heart, this word desire can be translated as ask, beg, call for, desire, or require. And it's the same word in Matthew 7, 7, when it says ask and it will be given to you, that word ask. So it's like, so in our minds, what we're focusing on is what we're asking for. And I really believe that these are things that we need to control and take um, advantage of, um, not only to, to negate the negative thoughts that come in, but to use them to propel us towards our destiny. We need to let our thoughts partner with us in our victory. There's so much interesting research on marketing and advertising, on packaging and price value and the whole thought that if you price yourself too low, people will not find you as valuable as if you price yourself super high, even though it's the exact same thing, just packaged differently. Well, here I am to say that the packaging matters. It totally matters. I know uh, I used to run an Etsy store and they said, you really have to provide this experience with your product when you mail it to someone wrap it nicely in tissue paper get a custom stamp that says thank you from my shop with a little heart on it write a handwritten note on the receipt like all these things matter and are going to increase the customer's experience of your product and is going to increase your likelihood of the customer being satisfied with your product just because of the packaging and they think, oh, this is a fun experience. This is a nice experience. It's just like if they do these uh, double blind tests with experts in the wine field and they tape up bottles with duct tape and they can't tell what brand is what, you know, even these experts can't tell the difference. Like really the packaging matters. And the reason I bring this up is because often we are the product of our surroundings, right? Like we need to be careful what we're letting in in our mind, what we're listening to, what we're around, the kind of people we are around, right? The packaging matters and it affects what's around you, affects what you think about yourself. So if you are going to tell yourself, you know, I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus, I am victorious, I am, but then you're walking around and your house is like filthy disgusting, it is going to be working against you. Like, if you want to be having this victorious mindset, you need to think about what's around you, you know, and, and this is like a note to some of the ladies out there, like you need to be throwing away all of your underwear that have holes and stains. You guys shouldn't be wearing clothes that have holes and stains. You should be caring about, you know, how you feel in the clothes you're in. And it's really going to be working against you if your things around you, your surroundings, the things you're wearing, you know, even like maybe your desk needs organized then these things are sending messages to you and they could be working for you or they could be working against you, right? Like I have a friend who was working herself out of poverty and she said she would spend as much time as possible in places that were luxurious places. She would just go to super fancy hotels and sit in the lobby and work on her laptop. Like, <laughs> and she said, she said that, you know, and it worked. She is totally did work herself out of poverty. She said, 
she was really poor and when she started making a little bit of money she went out and bought herself the like the super fancy like the fanciest she could find pen and like pad folio so she could take notes and stuff and she would um you know that was something she used often it was something she used a lot and it was very valuable and so every time she touched it and pulled it out she was like oh man i'm worth this i'm worth this i'm valuable i'm a valuable person um, but you're not going to think you're a valuable person if your surroundings uh, say you're garbage. So be careful what your surroundings are like. Be careful what messages you're sending your brain. We really are sponges and we really do absorb so much around us. You need to have friends that are encouraging. You need to, you know, some of us need to clean out our friend circles. Some of us need to stop listening to, you know, garbage um, music or garbage shows just be um, very, very careful. Protect your mind. Protect it over anything else because it is a sponge and it will absorb what you're around. Philippians 4.8 is a verse that talks about focus on and think on things that are true, honest, pure, lovely, good report. These things, these are the things we're supposed to be thinking about. We have got to focus our mind on the mind of Christ. We've got to be taking our energy and our source um, from him and not from the world around us as much as possible. We've got to be denying these thoughts that are popping in our minds and telling us lies. It's important to be able to discern where these thoughts are coming from, what we're thinking about, and then that way you can control your life if you can control your thoughts. Again, we're letting our thoughts partner with us in our victory. Do not let your thoughts partner with your demise. So I would like to uh, pray over you guys. I would like to encourage you guys. And I'm actually going to give you homework. Ready? (laughs) So here we go. Um, Lord God, I thank you so much for every person watching. I just bless them in Jesus' name with everything that they need for life and godliness, with everything that they need for um, moving forward in their life, for taking steps towards healing, for taking steps towards their destiny, God. Give them dreams, give them visions, give them an open ear to hear you, soft hearts to feel you, and um, hands to reach out to people around them, God, and love people around them. And God, give them discernment in their thoughts, in their minds. God, take your big old highlighter and highlight those thoughts that they need to focus on, whether it's a good one, or highlight the thoughts that are negative, God, that they need to um, have a red flag pop up and say, no, not that one. Um, So God, just take out your big editing pen and our thoughts today and help us to pay attention to what we're thinking, pay attention to that inner voice. And God, we want you to be our inner voice. Help us to be able to focus on these um, pure, lovely, good report things, God. And Help us also to know how to edit our surroundings and our friends lists and our anything that has input in our lives, God, that um, would be beneficial or not beneficial. Um, God, bring people into our lives who are going to take us to the next level because, God, we need next level friends and we um, are totally believing for you to help us flip our life around. We are doing the work. We are digging in. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Guys, my homework here is for this. Okay, you're going to take a piece of paper, and I don't have a printable of this because I really want, uh, we are really good at making excuses, basically, and if you can't get the PDF to download or you can't get your printer to work, it's a bad excuse, so I'm not making a PDF of this. (laughs) Um, Your homework is to take a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper, and you're going to have three columns. So go ahead and draw three columns, right? You're going to do two lines down the center. So you have three columns. And at the top of column one, you are going to write 
things I have done. And you are going to write out your accomplishments. Now, this feels very vulnerable. I want you to write every single thing that you can think of, okay? And think, write down your your the biggest ones you can think of. Like, you know, for some of you, it might be something huge. For some of you, you might say, I don't have anything to write down. You're going to write down something, right? If you birthed a baby, you write that down. If you, <laughs> you know, if you, you know, made it through high school, you write that down. Like, you write down these things and in this list, you're just doing a list. It's not like paragraphs. So you're writing this list down of your accomplishments. Now in column two, you're going to write down the qualities it takes in a person to accomplish those things that you have accomplished. So now you're going to take this and you can pretend it's like someone else, right? And you're going to say, okay, if someone did, if someone, you know, not you, but if someone accomplished this thing, you know, graduated from high school, then what qualities would that person have to have? Well, they would have to have diligence. They would have to have um, perseverance. They would have to have, they would be wise. Um, So you're going to write these qualities of this person who would have achieved the things that you have achieved. And then the third column, you are going to write, if a person had those qualities in the second column, what they could achieve in their life. So if someone was wise, if someone was diligent, if someone was perse- had perseverance, you're going to write in the third column what they could do with their life, the amazing things they could accomplish with their life. Because, And then we're going to look at this and we're going to say, this is me, okay? After taking a step back and writing these lists, you're going to say, this is me. This is my life. I have these qualities. Here's the proof. The first column is the proof. I've done these things. Therefore, I have these qualities in the center. Therefore, I can do the things in the third column. And you're going to see some things in that third column that look scary, that don't sound like something could come out of you that you could produce, but you can totally do it. The proof is there, guys. The proof is right there on the page in front of you. You're going to look at that page. You're going to tape it to the wall, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it wherever you look, put it on the fridge. Um, and you are going to change your perception of yourself because how you perceive yourself matters. That is your homework. I would love for you to join us in the Facebook group. It's called Double Dog Community on Facebook. Uh, Come join our Facebook group and tell us about your homework and how it went. Post a picture if you'd like. Write down your uh, maybe top two nuggets you learned from the episode, any questions you have. Um, I want to be here with you, growing with you, um, and cheering you on. I want to be a cheerleader for you when you don't have a cheerleader in your life. I want to be a cheerleader for every single one of you. So please come join the community. We want, I want to get to know you. I want to learn about you. It's on Facebook, Double Dog Community, and I am excited to meet you over there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so excited about this podcast and God has given me some amazing ideas to be sharing with you guys. So many keys that I've learned, a healing I've gone through, and I'm still on this journey with you. So here we are encouraging each other and um, just welcome to the community. I'm just so excited that God is doing this in every way. So thanks guys. Bye.